0: Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. The show that keeps you updated with what's happening in the world of royalty from the British royal family through to the aristocracy and current events from around the royal world.
1: Hello and welcome to Right Royal Roundup. I'm Carolyn Cash and coming up later on today's show, The Queen's portrait has returned, Prince Andrew's statement, will the Queen have another Annus Horribilis, it's World Water Week in Sweden, a royal wedding anniversary in Norway and the 40th anniversary of a major tragedy to hit the British royal family. So stay tuned.
0: Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. Now crossing live to the throne.
1: We have some good news. They've put the Queen's portrait back in Stormont House in Northern Ireland after it was removed from a public area back in July. There were claims that a civil servant had been paid compensation of £10,000 after taking offence at having to walk past portraits of Queen Elizabeth and her husband Prince Philip. Northern Ireland Secretary Julian Smith had ordered an internal review following the controversy. According to Irish publication RTE, a British government spokesperson has said, quote, A portrait of the Queen, our Head of State, is on display in the public area of Stormont House, alongside a balanced set of images celebrating and a reflection of the Northern Ireland office. End of quote. One portrait shows the Queen pictured with President Michael D. Higgins, another of a piper playing bagpipes near the Ulster Tower at Thiepville in France, the third shows the Queen wearing a green hat and coat designed by her personal assistant Angela Kelly and a fourth shows Prince Charles walking through St Patrick's Catholic Cathedral in Armagh with the primate of All-Ireland, Richard Clarke. DUP leader Aileen Foster welcomed the move and posted a message on Twitter to say she was glad that the matter has been resolved although she said it was said to be deeply embarrassing for a British government department. Questions remain as to how the NIO allowed this situation to develop.
0: On Right Royal Roundup, time now for a British Royal Family update. News and views from Buckingham Palace.
1: According to reports, Buckingham Palace has issued a statement from Prince Andrew who has denied seeing disgraced financier and convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein doing anything illegal. Mr Epstein was found dead after hanging himself in his jail cell in New York on the 10th of August. The Duke of York said he met Mr Epstein in 1999 and had seen him probably once or twice a year. He said he had stayed at a number of Mr Epstein's homes and now admits it was a mistake to see him after his release from jail in 2010. Prince Andrew has also said he deplores the exploitation of any human being would not condone, participate or encourage any such behaviour. However, Queen Elizabeth believes Prince Andrew is innocent and has her support, as they were seen arriving at Craithy Church about two weeks ago. Historian Christopher Wilson has said in a recent opinion piece in the Daily Express that this scandal may contribute to another Anna's horribilis for Queen Elizabeth, along with the Duke and Duchess of Sussex's recent eco-hypocrisy, with possibly another hit to the monarchy's reputation. The Duke and Duchess had been speaking about the so-called threat of climate change and then jumping on private jets for holidays in Europe.
0: Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au
1: Meanwhile, over in Sweden, King Carl Gustav and Crown Princess Victoria attended World Water Week in Stockholm on Wednesday, the 28th of August, 2019. Experts, decision makers, and innovators from all over the world attend the conference to discuss global water issues, including sustainable sanitation. Over 3,300 participants from 130 countries have participated since the conference has been held annually since 1991. The King and the Crown Princess attended the Finding the Flow Symposium. Six researchers and experts, including Dr Jackie King, gave lectures on how human intervention in natural waters has said to have increased rapidly during the past millennium and how it will affect the future. Afterwards, King Carl Gustav and Crown Princess Victoria visited three of the conference exhibition stands focusing on India, the Netherlands and the Stockholm Junior Water Prize. Crown Princess Victoria had awarded the Stockholm Junior Water Prize to this year's winner, McKinley Bootsen from Australia, on Tuesday the 27th of August. McKinley Bootson created a new ultraviolet sticker which measures UV rays when purifying water using solar energy. The Stockholm Junior Water Prize is an international science award aimed at young people between 15 and 20 years old. Music
0: For any royal information heard on today's show, check us out at rightroyalroundup.com.au.
1: Crown Prince Haakon and Crown Princess Meta marit celebrated the 18th wedding anniversary on Sunday the 25th of August 2019. The couple were married in a lavish ceremony at Oslo Cathedral in 2001 with Crown Prince Frederick of Denmark serving as the best man and her son Marius as a page boy. Mette-Marit wore a bridal gown designed by Ove Harder Finseth and seamstress Anna Bradland made of thick silk crepe with soft silk tulle, custom-dyed ecru. The skirt was flared with a two-metre train which was said to be inspired by Queen Maud's gowns. Mette-Marit wore a tiara made in 1910 which was a gift from King Harold and Queen Sonia. The ceremony lasted one hour, with Bishop Gunnar Stalset saying, quote, You have not chosen the easiest path, but love has triumphed, end of quote, which brought tears to the bride's eyes. After the wedding service, the newly married Crown Prince couple with her son Marius appeared on the balcony at the Royal Palace whilst bands played and cannons were fired in gun salutes. A second wedding banquet was held later at the Oslo Military Society, The Crown Prince couple now have two children, Princess Ingrid Alexandra, who is second in the line of succession, and Prince Ferra Magnus. We wish the Crown Prince and the Crown Princess a very happy wedding anniversary and many more years to come.
0: On Right Royal Roundup, we now go back in time for some Right Royal Regal History.
1: This week marks the 40th anniversary of the assassination of Louis Mountbatten, the 1st Earl Mountbatten of Burma, by the Irish Republican Army, or the IRA, which occurred on the 27th of August in 1979. Lord Mountbatten was Prince Philip's maternal uncle, Queen Elizabeth's second cousin once removed, and was known as Prince Charles's honorary godfather. He was a British Royal Navy officer and statesman. Lord Mountbatten was the Supreme Allied Commander, South East Asia Command, the last Viceroy of India and India's first Governor General once the nation gained independence. The 79-year-old Lord Mountbatten was on holidays with his family at Clasiborne Castle in a small seaside village called Mullockmore in County Slago, which was about 19 kilometres or nine miles from the northern Ireland border. IRA member Thomas McMahon had sneaked aboard Mountbatten's rickety old boat, Shadow 5, the night before, which was moored in the harbour and attached a radio-controlled bomb which weighed about 50 pounds, or about 23 kilograms. Lord Mountbatten went lobster potting and tuna fishing with family members, including his eldest daughter Patricia, her husband John Natchbull, the 7th Baron Braburn, their twin sons Nicholas and Timothy, and his mother, the Dowager Lady Braburn and 15-year-old crew member called Paul Maxwell, who was earning some pocket money helping out on the boat. Thomas McMahon detonated the bomb at 11.46am when the boat, with Lord Mountbatten on board, was just a few hundred yards from shore and it was blown to smithereens. Lord Mountbatten's legs were almost blown off, but he was still alive when nearby fishermen pulled him from the water. However, he died from his injuries as he was brought to the shore. Nicholas Natchbull and Paul Maxwell were killed by the blast, the dowager Lady Braburn died the following day. Lord and Lady Braburn and their son Timothy suffered from severe injuries and hospitalised from two weeks to about two months. Lord Mountbatten was given a ceremonial funeral at Westminster Abbey, which he had planned most of it beforehand. Queen Elizabeth, along with the royal family and members of European royal houses, led the nation in mourning during the service. Thousands watched as the funeral procession began from Wellington Barracks, which included representatives from all three British armed services, and military contingents from Burma, India, the United States, France and Canada. Lord Mountbatten was buried in Romsey Abbey, close to his home at Broadlands. The Irish police arrested and charged Thomas McMahon, who was sentenced to life imprisonment. He was later released in 1998 under the Good Friday Agreement. The BBC has produced a new documentary, The Day Mountbatten Died, which aired in the UK last week. There's no news when it will air in Australia. That's all we have for this week. Thanks for joining us and we look forward to your company again next week.
0: You've been listening to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. Tune in next week for more of the latest royal news from around the world. And don't forget to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup or visit our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au.